this is the Let's Train Your Brain podcast, a podcast that encourages you to reflect, grow, and expand your mental toolbox. My name is Annie Ursta, and I am the host of this podcast. I'm a certified life coach with a background in psychology, and my purpose is to help people transform their mindset for the better. This podcast is made for you that are open and willing to grow and curious to learn more about how the mind works. Sounds interesting? Well, let's get right to it. Hi there, and welcome back to Let's Train Your Brain podcast, episode number 45. This episode is about normalizing grief and loving ourselves better. I don't know about you, but this is something that I need to practice in my life, let's say every single day. Welcome back to the Let's Train Your Brain podcast. Uh, If you have not listened to this podcast before, it is a podcast about growing, uh, personal development, psychology. Uh, I'm also in the process of becoming a therapist, so there's a lot of that kind of good stuff as well. Um, but I really want to talk about kind of experiencing grief today, um, healing from grief, not necessarily healing from grief, but like healing the grief. And it is. It's kind of connected to last week's episode that I had with my dear friend, Teresa. Uh, while on the other hand, this, per- this episode is more so personal in the sense that um, it's something that I've been kind of working through the past months as well. I think sometimes we think that grief is experienced with losing someone. But personally... I look at the concept from a different, not necessarily different angle, but maybe from more angles. Uh, And I would like to share that with you today. Because the thing is that we all experience grief on some level. Grief of the past, grief of people, grief of experiences, or rather experiences we were never able to have, uh, what we do not have, or possibly will never get. Personally, I've been fortunate, I would say. (laughs) I think most people would say I've been fortunate. Let's just put it that way. I I know that I am. And I've said that before. But I've had other losses. And today I hope that even, even if you're a person out there that has experienced a lot of grief, or on the other hand, maybe you have yet to really experience grief, I think and I hope that this episode is... For you. So I want today to share about my two biggest griefs lately. Um, and they have been, it's been interesting to kind of dive into it. Um, but it's also been hard to embrace it. So we'll talk a lot about this today. So the two different ones are Or the first one is the life I will never have in Norway. And the second part is having friends and family, the ones that I'm close with around me. Last year, uh, and many of you, you know, that many of you listeners know that we lived in a van last year. We traveled around the West Coast and... But we sold our van in May this year and currently resides in Utah in 
in the United States. I'm, I'm sure most of you guys know that. <laughs> Although traveling is a great experience, the lack of community was an aspect I haven't really struggled with before. And it was definitely hard not having that community around you. Some of you might feel like that's you right now, although you're maybe even in your hometown. You know, you might have a couple of friends, coworkers, but you don't really feel like you fully fit with them or that they really are there for you. Community is hard. It's hard finding a community. It really is. Especially one that you feel like you can be completely aligned and completely yourself with. Or maybe that's just my thought, but that's at least how I've experienced it. It's harder the more aligned you are with yourself. Because, at least for me, I want to seek what's good and healthy for me. Hence, there's, for some reason, I see more red flag amongst other people. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like any like dramatic big red flags. But it's just, I know what I want more so. Um, so it's been really, really interesting. Loneliness is huge. And my husband George and I have talked about this many times. And especially how it's hard for men. We could honestly, yeah, we could definitely have a podcast episode about that because I think there's a huge need for emotional support amongst men. It's hard to not be safe in the town you've always lived in, where you know everyone, you have support all over. And it hasn't really been until I truly became an immigrant that I've seen how important the family support and the support of your local community is. Living in a van also gave us uh, none of that, although it was an experience we'll never forget. So I'm kind of saying the same thing here. But um, I will say what it gave us was you know, the ability to save a lot of money, to help with a real estate investment journey, uh, it was a first year of marriage. Um, so maybe this is a little side note, but if you want to see if your marriage works under challenging circumstances, live in a van for a year with your significant other. Trust me, you'll get the challenges you never thought of, but you really have learned how to work together. All that to say, so kind of where I'm coming from is that it's been interesting for me to move to the United States and kind of get you know like build my life here right because it's different to be gone for a year and then go back home but how do you take it for what it is and how do you how are you able to uh, to keep holding that part of you you know like I spent 21 years in Norway and now I'm not there anymore how can I grieve that how can I look back at that and be grateful how can I work through that the fact that I'll uh, it's probably going to be some time until I'll celebrate Christmas in Norway or you know like my niece's birthday or you know something that a lot of people do every single year however a lot of you know a lot of us don't um, but at least for me that's been that's been grief The grief of not having your loved one close is not something that would ever go away. I don't think so. It's been a roller coaster, totally doable, but with moments of intense sadness. I talked with two of my friends today, uh, and we all have a, not a similar situation, but we've moved around, none of us live close to our parents, so we all go through this 
grief or stage of grief, although it's not something that's, it's constant, right? But it doesn't mean that we feel it all the time. It's huge all the time, but it's just something that's a part of us. My husband lost his dad last year, and really, the grief comes and goes. We don't really have much family here in the U.S., and that's a loss too. I wonder how much family you have around you, or perhaps you're not close to them, or perhaps you love them, but they're far away. I just want to tell you that I hear you, and I see you, and it can be hard. I think it's easy for us, especially, at least for me, at least for me, to think that we have a great place, I have a great husband, I have money in the bank, I, I really have everything I need so I shouldn't complain. But here's the thing, it's not complaining, it's sharing. It is not complaining, it's sharing. And that is different. Be able to share how we're feeling with, you know, with other people that we trust is important. If you're grieving, and that's okay. Sometimes I think we need to, you know, you, you lose someone and you think, oh, this can only last for two weeks. At that point, we should be able to be, you know, go back to work and just suck it up. I don't believe that anymore. I'm not sure if I ever believed it, but it's been interesting getting to know grief a little better. Although it hasn't been that extreme or not necessarily extreme, but that intense sort of grief. But uh, it's been just interesting to kind of touch base with it and get to know it better. Because if you think of it, or at least, you know, from my perspective, it'll be interesting the next years to, you know, it's going to be my husband and I during Thanksgiving, like different seasons. And it might be hard or it might be okay. I'm not really sure, but what I've learned so far is that I will just take it for what it is. If I'll be sad on Christmas Day, I can be sad. I'm not going to force myself to feel something I'm not feeling just because I feel like I should. I just don't want to go there. So I, I actually don't know what the future looks like in terms of grief, and I think it'll be hard the day I don't have my parents anymore. Although I'm already grieving the part where I don't have them, you know, 99% of the year. Although I'm still able to talk to them. Maybe you feel the same. Maybe you feel like... Maybe you think about them every day. And maybe it's just really, really hard. Maybe you're trying to shove it under the rug. I read a, bo a book. Let me see if I have it here. No, I don't. It's called Grief is Love. It's a beautiful book, simply about a woman that lost. She's a black woman and she lost her mom. And she's explaining it from uh, her perspective of what it's like being a black woman and going through grief and the, the challenges with that and how she felt like she needed to stand up for her family and do everything and fix everything and just be this high achiever. But it came to a point where she realized this is not going to help her go through grief. Not that there's an end goal to grief because there isn't. Grief is just a part of you. But she turned it around and she started to implement acceptance. There was a lot of anger. 
but she just started to allow herself to feel what she was feeling and take it for what it is. Maybe you relate to this. Or maybe right now you're not grieving anything really. Maybe you're grieving the childhood you wanted but you never got. Maybe you're grieving the marriage you hoped that you were going to have but you never got. It can be the smallest things, however the small things can be big. So I think the biggest encouragement today is that you can grieve whatever you feel is needed to grieve. In grief, I found a lot of not just acceptance, but love for myself. I grieve and I care for myself. I grieve because I care for others. I grieve because I care for my own life and what I didn't get when I grew up. It's normal. I really, really hope and feel within your heart today that it's okay. Some days, I just need George, my husband, to hold me. And I just want to cry for a bit. Just because I miss mom. And that's okay. I might be 28, but my mom is still my mom. I read in the book, Grief is Love, that she missed the unconditional love that her mom was and she didn't really think that she would find that again. And I thought that was so beautiful and I sat there with tears in my eyes and I thought, that's true. I can't envision my mom and the unconditional love that she has for her children. But I realized that although she's not here, I can still feel that. I can still feel her love. And that was kind of within this book that I read, she was sharing how she was able to to bring her mom with her further on into her life. One thing is someone passing away, but another thing is kind of keeping their love with them. And I thought that was beautiful. Maybe that's something you can reflect on as well today. Maybe you're grieving a friendship. I had a best friend back in Norway for many years, a beautiful, beautiful woman. And I told her a while ago because my husband asked me, if you could have one friend living next to you, who would it be? And I actually told her that that would be you. I think it's beautiful how we can be grateful for what was and we can grieve what we do not have currently. But the experience in itself is mostly just love but we grieve because we care and i think that's the most important part and i rather care what about you i rather grieve moments of love and be grateful for what it was yet miss it yet there is pain in that love i'm sure at times it's easier to hide that pain to try to make it less because it can feel too much it's understandable But I hope today that you allow yourself to take your time. If that is you grieving for the rest of your life, then that's fine. It's okay okay to feel. It's okay to grieve. Your grief is valid. What's helped me most is acceptance. Not that I've gone through anything major in that sense, but I'm starting to accept that I am here What I can't have and the things that are out of my control is out of my control. However, 
And yet I'm grateful to be here because this is where I want to be. But I still miss home. I still miss our green little house and my mom and my dad. Personally, it has helped me to not be so strong. You know, meaning that when I feel the wave of grief coming over me, I try not to shove it away anymore. Because I like to be tough, but kind of realized that didn't really work that well. So I try to allow it to come because it comes for a reason. I think in the past I would have told myself, suck it up, stop complaining. But I don't do that anymore. To me, that's not me loving me. That is not me showing myself compassion and empathy. But I need that, right? I need me to love me. I'm sure you do too. You need to love who you are. With all, you know, all the things that comes with that. Emotion comes and goes, and I really hope this can be a reminder for both you and I to take a step back and allow our feelings to come when they come. There's not one grief that trumps another. Grief is grief, and it, it differs. My friend, it's valid. Your feelings are valid. Your grief is valid, regardless of how little or big you might think it is. And if someone around you is not able to hold that space with you, then I encourage you to find that somewhere else. Because what you're sharing and what's on your heart is valid. You're worthy of embracing your grief, taking your time and figuring it out along the way. And that is all I have for you. And I really hope we all can normalize grief and loving ourselves better. I want to thank you so much for being here today for just listening and tuning in and, and being open to the idea and the concept of grief and perhaps this is something that you're going through and being here with me today. Thank you so much. Feel free to find me on Instagram at let's.train.your.brain. Oh, and by the way, I know earlier I said that this is episode number 45. It's 54. So just to get that straight. Anyway, thank you so much for being there here with me today and I'll see you next week.